Welcome back to the BZ Paracast. I'm your host, Black Six, and I'd like to thank you all for downloading the show. This is our 20th episode, which is a pretty big milestone. We have a pretty long show this month. We start out recounting Toy Fair with uh, Smeeg and I, which took place earlier this month in New York City. Then Vicaro and Smeeg talk about the BBC contest that is currently going on. After that, we took uh, some of your suggestions, and I brought Kaipu and DV in to talk about BZ Power of yesteryear and what things used to be like on the site and how they've changed over the years. And we wrap things up with another music time with Smeeg. I don't want to keep you guys from the uh, meat of this show, so uh, here we go. Okay, so with me now is McSmeeg or Princess Gurr or Andrew or something like that to uh, talk a little bit about Toy Fair 2011. How's it going, bro? It's going pretty well, my friend. All right. So uh, you and I had the pleasure of going to Toy Fair 2011 this year at uh, Lego's Invitation. Big thanks to them as always. Oh, yeah. Uh, you want to talk about how our journey began, maybe? Well, journey began for me with missing a mark train up to up to uh, rendezvous with you, which was pretty terrible. But it uh, it got pretty great after that. Um, you know, you and I traveled up to New York City, where the event takes place, and uh, stayed the weekend there, and um, which was a good lead up to a, a great event, which would be Toy Fair proper. So, right. Yeah, we. Uh... We were joined by Levak Law and T.O.M. Dracone, or uh, Hani and Yannick. Mm-hmm. And we're both yeah, New York natives. Duh. Right. And, uh, yeah, so we went into the city on Saturday, you know, just uh, enjoyed ourselves, saw some sights. We went to the uh, Toys R Us in Times Square, of course. Yeah, and we didn't get kicked out this time, which is good. <laughs> we're, we're disappointed that they didn't have a uh, pick-a-brick wall anymore. Yeah, it's a shame. But they do have a pretty substantial Lego section with really, really exorbitant prices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had. Um, they even had some old sets going back as far as 2009. Yeah, it was, it, it was definitely a good collection. But if you want to be buying anything in the area, just go just outside the city because we went to another Toys R Us just outside the city and the prices were like two-thirds less. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cross the river and go into uh, New Jersey where uh, the sales tax is much less. <laughs> yeah, definitely a good idea. But yeah, we even even preceding the actual event itself, we had some actual uh, Lego interaction beyond just ogling products in the store. Right. Uh, we had the dinner the night before uh, the event with Jim Folds, which... Uh, which is a wonderful event at a quite delicious Thai restaurant mm-hmm. in the city. Yeah, so the four of us, along with Jim and uh, another ambassador, Jen Wagner, a.k.a. The Brick Chick, who, um, if you've seen our Brick Fair coverage in the past, you've probably seen her Volkswagen Beetle <laughs> that has a, a custom paint job for her. Uh, apparently, according to Todd Webb, who runs Brick Fair, at least one person every year asks uh, how they can buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> but yeah, so the, the six of us had uh, some dinner and we talked about various things. Uh, you probably saw our news report about um, wanting purple Hero Factory sets. Yeah, and that was something that came up uh, during the conversation. Uh, with dinner. You, should pro- um, you should probably mention uh, Jim's 
actual role in the league. He's, he worked for the Lego company. Right. Yeah, he's like, part of their uh, their community team. Yeah. Um. So he he had just he called you Andrews an ambassador. Or like an ambassador called him up and said, "Hey, let's you know, have dinner." Um, and while while we were talking, and it was you know it was a very informal event. Um, you know we were just chatting, but uh, at one point he brought up you know what would we like to see in Hero Factory and asking us what we thought the pros and cons were. And uh, and so it was a really nice little informal opportunity for us to just kind of have a chat with him about the pros and cons of uh, of the Hero Factory line so far and what we've liked and haven't liked. And uh, I think it was actually my suggestion. I think that was. Uh, greatly supported by all three of you, was that I said I'd love to see purple mm-hmm. in Hero Factory, like an actual whole purple set instead of just a couple bricks. I also suggested pink, but he said he didn't think they could get away with it. <laughs> yeah, and when so, you target yeah. uh, boys ages six through twelve, <laughs> I think pink, pink is pretty hard to uh, shimmy yeah. in there. Yeah, but purple is definitely something that's really popular in uh, in the Bionicle and Hero Factory community. And in Lego in general, I mean, you had some. Uh, of the space police such last year, yeah, and there's you know like the uh, the uh, what is it the night bus and Harry Potter that was mm-hmm. purple this year so yeah it's not but like even done yeah it. I mean our our fandom especially seems to always really rejoice whenever purple shows up in anything mm-hmm. uh, and um, so you know, Jim suggested that uh, that we make a poll on site to uh, gather community intro gauge community interest and considering it's like nearly six hundred to like twenty five. Right now, in favor of having a, a purple hero factory set, and like all the people who have voted no have said, I'm only voting no because I don't buy hero factory at all. Uh, I think it's pretty resounding support of having purple, so we'll have to pass that along. Yeah, definitely. We'll let uh, Jim know, and we definitely, you know, pass another feedback on like the new building system and just hero factory in general and how that's going over with uh, all you Bionicle fans and things like that. Yeah. Exactly. So it was a good dinner. It was a good dinner and a good warm-up for Toy Fair. Right, which uh, uh, took off the next morning, Sunday, at way uh, too very early. early. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we all stayed up a little way too late the night before. Yeah. <laughs> right, you know, enjoying uh, some delicious cupcakes. <laughs> uh, for burgers and cupcakes. Yes. And if, uh, if you're in Manhattan, you know, we're going to do, I guess I'll do a little plug. There's a, a restaurant called Burgers and Cupcakes. Um, Go there uh, when they're about to close. Yeah, it's in uh, <laughs> Midtown West Side near the Javits Center. And yeah, normally I guess their cupcakes are supposed to be like three to four dollars, but when they're about to close and they need to get rid of the stock, they uh they drop their prices down pretty good. Yeah, what what did, what did we get the prices on those cupcakes for? I, I think we paid like less than a dollar a cupcake. Yeah, it was and they were you you'll have to ask Yannick about how decadent the chocolate cupcakes were. <laughs> they were fantastic. Oh, they were delicious. <laughs> anyway, anyway, after <laughs> anyway, uh, getting de- in, getting the toy fair, yes, we had to get some milk too, of course, to go to wash the cupcakes yeah. down. Cool. Um, I still yes. have those plastic cups, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so very early, the event started at seven o'clock in the morning. Uh, fortunately, since we stayed in Manhattan, we only had like a, a fifteen-minute walk, as opposed to an hour longer commute as there's been in the past. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah. So he showed up there, um, met up with Julie Stern, who works for the Lego marketing team, and is uh, you know the person responsible for inviting us. So big thanks to her again. We love you, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we got brought to the uh, the Lego booth. While uh, unfortunately, pretty much everything else was all covered up, and I uh, couldn't see any other yeah. toy companies. <laughs> Maybe next year we'll get to uh, go to that. We'll see. 
Yeah, let's do it. Let's make it <laughs> so happen. yeah, we got brought into the Lego booth to uh, to see all of the wonderful new sets. So, uh, what were some of your standouts, Andrew? Oh wow, um, I was really impressed by a lot of the castle medieval sets. Um, there was one that was uh, uh, Yannick and I were particularly enthralled by it. That was um, it was like a little peasant village, like a mill being attacked by bad knights, I guess, and uh, it has this adorable little farmhand and, uh, and a uh, wench with a winch, and it was, uh, it was, it was lots of little new animal pieces. It was just a really wonderful uh, little set, um, very interactive and beautiful. Yeah, the, the animals are nice. There's a lot of great details and little features and mm-hmm. such in it. Yep. I was going to say, speaking of features and details, though, my favorite line overall the uh, new line for uh, for this coming year is definitely the uh, Alien Invasion one. Alien Conquest, yeah. Yes, so good. <laughs> so good. But uh, go- going back to the kingdoms, though, one of the interesting things was a lot of the new weapons that were in the, the Blacksmith and some of the other sets. Yeah, I forgot about that, yeah. Um, and if I recall correctly, they were actually in, like, gunmetal rather than just black. Yeah, they, like, yeah, they were, like, a, a uh, silver, gray thing. They're, they're a gray color. Yeah. And, uh, but... Yeah, there's a couple swords and a new bow and arrow, and uh, I think uh, a mace as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah there's awesome. definitely pictures up on uh, in our coverage, so check those out if you haven't seen them already. Yeah, with photos by both of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, the Alien Conquest sets were very great. Um, <laughs> Too good. Lots, Too lots good. of interesting designs and such. I like the uh, the aliens that go on top of the characters' heads. Yes, yes. And the whole thing, I mean, harkens back to the old, uh, you know, 1950s pulp sci-fi. Yeah, it's definitely uh, very stuff. campy. They're, yeah, and it's it's just fantastic. I mean, it's it's everything you could ever want out of a Lego Yeah, the, the one line. set is like, um, you know, like a, a farmer being abducted, you know. Yeah. You could just uh, see, you know, like the the tabloid reports of yeah. farmer claims <laughs> to uh, alien abduction. More at ten. <laughs> yeah, and like like the mothership comes with like a reporter being mm-hmm. snatched up by a claw and stuff. Yeah, with uh, with the microphone that I believe is from the collectible minifigs line. Yeah, from the uh, yeah. this pop star or whatever. Yeah, and those those had some uh, new entries uh, that were on display as well. The collectible minifigs. Well, we saw a box with well, uh, some pictures yeah. on it, but it had pictures of all. <laughs> yes, and yeah, those those look to be uh, great once again this year. Yeah, um, what were some of the new ones that they had uh, for the for the newest? There's week? the ape man, the guy in the monkey costume. Yeah, that's the yeah. One that stands out the most to me. Yeah, I remember. That. Um, I'm trying to remember how, what else did they have? Um, uh, the punk rocker was the second wave they had on display, not the most recent. One. Right, I think it's wave four, um, which may or yeah. may not be in stores right now. Uh, I think it's in stores. Oh, there was a mobster too. I remember that one who had the little violin case with a Tommy gun inside. Or, mm-hmm. Pretend there was a time we got inside. Yeah, he definitely had the violin case, though. Oh, and the, there was like a Jane Goodall, too, I remember. Right, with a little monkey. So, yeah, a little monkey and a banana. Um, so, I mean, there's definitely lot, lots and lots of new stuff. In the, oh, there's the, the college graduate. Oh, that's right. Cleopatra. I just pulled up the pictures. There's the uh, the London Guard. Ah, oh, fantastic, yeah. Uh, let's see, the Gladiator. There's a clown with a little, little cream pie. Mm-hmm. A boxer... Uh, Fisher, or is like a, an Inuit or Eskimo fisherman, then yeah. a snowboarder. Yeah, definitely a good variety. Oh, but of course, like, the guy in the uh, the dinosaur suit. That's yeah, true. it wasn't a monkey <laughs> suit. We had the monkey already, I yeah. think. Yeah, 
um, yeah, dinosaur suits definitely um, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Can paint it purple and make it look like Barney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For all you purple fans out there. <laughs> Great idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, what, what were some of the ones that you thought were uh, highlights? Um, I mean... The, those those uh, the alien conquests and the kingdoms I definitely thought were the high parts except for you know the large pink box but that's not <laughs> we've you know, already done a review of that set exactly God such a great set. <laughs> well what else do you do you think will stand out um, I think the one, the line that had the biggest presence was probably the Ninja Go which seems like there's well I guess I think it seems like there's a lot of sets but a lot of them are just the um, you know the little battle packs with just a yeah. character in the spinner. We each got a couple of those uh, complimentary on on the house, uh, right? Which uh, they're they're fun. They're pretty fun to uh, spin around and play with. Yeah, but so. um, I don't know. Lego has done things like this with games in the past. You know, look at Bionicle in the early years. Yeah, and other things and well, and even like the Throwbots and stuff. Right, and I'm not sure uh, how well they go over as far as you know the the game as going over as well as intended. Yeah. Especially since the um, the card packs, you only got like one card, and they were pretty pricey, as I recall. They're like five bucks or something for a card. Are you sure they only come with one card? Because the packs that we got came with like five. Well, those are the starter packs, but I think you, oh, you just okay. buy like single cards, kind of like you buy single minifigs. Oh, that's pretty. That's pretty expensive. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, some of, I think. That is uh, very similar to the Alien Conquest, where it's very over the top. You know, the um, the skeleton bad guys that they fight against are just so, I don't know, like crazy and silly. With, you know, with like their boots skeleton Harley. and <laughs> giant heads. And yeah, the, the yeah. motorcycle and the monster truck. They're just pretty ridiculous. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. No, I'm no, actually, no. It's uh, it's as uh, some humor to the line, I think. Yeah. Overall, the line doesn't pique my interest quite as much, maybe because I'm one of the only little kids who never really got into ninjas that much. But uh, um, but uh, the skeletons, actually, I think are the real life of the line, in my opinion. <laughs> that, I, that, although I really did like the, the ninja parts, like the dojo and the training, you know, areas and stuff. They had some nice... Um, you know, Eastern architecture. Yeah, and so they're definitely well built. Yeah. Oh. And, and the, the dragons, dragons are, are co- yeah, cool. Yeah, stereo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like I said, I think those were the biggest sets. My my favorite, um, I think some of the Star Wars sets were great. And I really like some of the new pieces in the Pirates of the Caribbean sets as well. Yeah, um, although I, I, I've got to admit, and people are free to grill me about this, but I kind of wish they had continued the in-house pirate line rather than farming out. I, I agree. I liked uh, My opinion. the <laughs> past uh, year or the the most recent pirates line was great with some uh, nice ships and everything. Yeah. But these ones are fantastic too. Um, the one, uh, what was it? I don't, I don't remember the ship's name. Um, I'm not really super Queen well. Queen Anne's films. Revenge, I believe. Okay. Uh, I will believe you. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not super well versed in these films. Nor am I. I just, uh, <laughs> Putting together all that coverage, you know, yeah. kind of absorb it from osmosis. Yeah, I didn't need to look at the labels in order to take a picture. So, <laughs> right. but yeah, that, I mean, that was a really good ship. I really liked the, uh, um, you know, the railing on the back that had skulls mm-hmm. supporting it instead of posts, and uh, it was it was quite right. good. And then the the masthead skeleton with like I think yeah. like a flaming sword or something like that. Yeah, exactly. And um, and it's a uh, really beautiful red sails on that one. It's definitely a good set. 
Yeah, there's a lot of nice pieces in journal. They have now um, they're making you know bottle pieces, which mm-hmm. are neat. The the ones that had um, was it a Zanwar sphere? I think it was that was printed with a globe, which was pretty cool. I don't think it was a Zanwar sphere. No, I think it, you're was, right, because uh, it seemed a little bigger than that. Yeah, it was like one of those. Um, I think it was like you remember the Geonosian fighter set, the, the original one um, from like 2002 that had the little globe pieces that stuck together. Not really. But okay. uh, well, I'll take your word. <laughs> <laughs> I think but, it was this. Yeah, no, it was, it was a nice little detail. Um, obviously, there's going to be lots of uh, new hair pieces and such for yeah. uh, you know Jack Sparrow and the others. So those were all uh, pretty nice touches. Um, there was a dude with a shell on his head too, which was pretty right. Cool. Yeah, that shell <laughs> piece was nice. And I think it was like oh, there's new mermaid pieces as well. Yeah. Oh, and new hats. Mm-hmm. I, I I really dug the new hats. Right, yeah, some of the, the pirate, like, Captain Hat things. Yeah, definitely good. And, uh, th- like I said, the Star Wars sets, there were some really nice ones that I liked. Um, a lot of them were, were things we've seen before, but I think the All designs this time around were, <laughs> like, so far and above the previous ones that it's not that big of a deal. Uh, I guess, like, I mean, like, the Sith Infiltrator, the new one is definitely, yeah. Far, far superior to the old, what? The pod racers were pretty amazing as well. Pod racers are good. Um, I wasn't as impressed with the Millennium Falcon, which is like what number six, but uh, because it looked pretty much identical to me to the one that I have that I got back in. Yeah, yeah. The the Millennium Falcon definitely was um, very similar to that the previous. Yeah, I mean it's it's actually almost identical construction wise. There's right as far as you know the it opening out like fanning open and such. Yeah, but like even like when you look at the pictures, you know, I'm like, hey, I've I've built that. (laughs) Well, Lego has done that before. I know with um, what was it? I think SpongeBob. They've pretty much re-released the same sets, and I think in some of the Star Wars lines as well. Uh, With the X-wing, I think they've done it. Like there was an X-wing, and then there was the uh, the Dagobah X-wing that was just had like some you know, some swamp pieces on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I guess it's not necessarily surprising, but it's it seems kind of passe to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, what other Star Wars? The um, the Republic frigate was very nice. Yeah, had some nice good. action features. Um, Most oh, of I the like Clone Wars. I wasn't too big on though. Yeah. Um. Uh, but I did like that uh, that they uh, they have a new little crown piece for Darth Maul, uh, so you can take his hood off now. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. people were, um, you know, saying how it was kind of looks stupid, but I think it was great that he now actually has the little horns going on. Yeah, and it's better than nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's better than just kind of like printing them on. Cause it really yeah. gives them, you know, that that evil feel. Yeah, exactly. And to, or just you know, like the original one, they just had the hood on. Mm-hmm. Constantly, it's like, oh yeah, we can't really take his hood off. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, you could, but uh, you know, he looks kind of silly then. <laughs> yeah, and um, oh, and there was a new Watto minifig, which uh, I'm curious to see what kind of distribution that's going to end up getting in the future, and if it's going to become as much of a a collector thing as the original Watto fig, which I can recall some pretty bad incidents of. Watto figs being stolen at conventions and stuff. Right. Past, uh, and there's the new uh, Sebulba as well. Yeah, well, it's just anything would be better than the old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, and there was a new Geonosian Starfighter, speaking of that. Um, it was actually funny. Uh, Lego has forgotten that they released Geonosian minifigures before. That, that was probably just the, uh, the <laughs> rep talking at the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny. Because <laughs> uh, someone asked the the rep there, uh, uh, they said, oh, this is the first time Geonosian minifigs have been released, right? And then the rep said yes, and I was like, wait a minute, I had a set with, with minifigs in it back in 2002. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I found that amusing. All right, so let's see. What other lines are there that we've uh, missed talking about? Um, well, I mean, you know, things like City and Duplo, which... Uh, well, there's, actually, there's Atlantis. Don't forget Oh, Atlantis. That. I don't think there's anything new this year for that, though. Well, no, there, some of the, most of the sets are out already, but I think a couple don't come out until later this I year. I gotcha. Yeah, but that's definitely... That's going going out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, to focus a lot on uh, space this year, actually. Yeah, there's the space sub theme, which I thought was was nice. Yeah, was uh, I like the rocket launch. the uh, The shuttle was all right, you know. Um, having picked up the uh, the large scale space shuttle this past year, it kind of pales in comparison to that. But oh, you just do good for the little one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I had the, one of the older ones from back in the 90s, which was I always awesome. wanted that one. Always wanted it. So, um, oh, another thing with the city, there's actually a lot of new parts in that too, kind of like the kingdoms. Um, I noticed there's a new crowbar piece that uh, that a lot mm-hmm. of crooks have. And uh, <laughs> I mean, there were some really good sets actually. Um, uh, there was one that was like, it was supposed to be a quarry, I guess, and it had a conveyor belt that actually worked and you could dump. Oh, that was the, the harbor set, I think, right? Harbor, whatever it was. I just remember, I remember the, the conveyor and the the truck, and it was it was cool. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, this is something that I would have wanted when I was a kid. Yeah, <laughs> no, the city line had a, a bunch of great stuff. Um, let's see. There's also the new Lego games. Oh yeah, um, which much much bigger ones than before. I think those were actually announced before Toy Fair, if I recall, but uh. This was our first actual look at them. Yeah, and uh, there's the new uh, Heroica kind of um, board game RPG kind of thing where you can combine the games to make a bigger one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, that was uh, pretty cool as well. I want them to do commercials for it that feature Beethoven's Third Symphony. <laughs> <laughs> Heroica. <laughs> and uh, then I guess, uh, of course, there was Hero Factory. Oh yeah, that. Huh. <laughs> no, um, Hero Factory is looking very strong this coming year. It's it's definitely the line keeps getting better and better in my opinion. Um, would you concur? Yeah, no, I definitely <laughs> like where the line is headed this year. Um, yeah, the heroes are showing variations on the formula that the 2.0 line established. This time they're going to the jungle planet and uh, they're kind of animal themed in their uh Armor. So you've got you know Duncan Bolk is looking like a wolf, and uh, um, Billy Ferno is looking like a hawk or a parrot or something, and uh, <laughs> um, you got tigers and bears, lions and tigers and bears. Oh, oh my. my, got it all. Um, I guess a lot of people will be excited by all the new gold with the two Raka characters. Yeah, yeah, those um, pieces are nice. Um, as as I think um, I said. In our coverage, you know, it's pretty much everything uh, we wanted the the Matt Nui Titan to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it actually looks good. Yeah, um, and uh, um, the vil- some of the villains look really fantastic too. Uh, yeah, they're, they're very creature based, which yeah. you know reminds me of two thousand one in Bionicle with the Rahi. 
Exactly. And um, yeah, some, some like uh, the Scorpio was uh, not quite as impressive, but like uh, the Waspix was definitely a good set. Um, I'll pick up one of those once I have money again. <laughs> um, duh. Oh, and, and Jimmy Stringer is back. That's the best part of the new Hero Factory. Right, Jimmy Stringer yeah. is back. Stringer and Bulk but, uh, make their returns. Yeah, but Stringer is way cooler. Than of Bulk. course, yeah. But, <laughs> so, so uh, gotta have gotta have our Hendrix, our Hero Factory Hendrix back. But, uh, <laughs> um, although unfortunately he's switched his classic orange to Keat orange, but uh, Keat orange. <laughs> but uh, it's okay. We still have him. Still have him. Yeah, there's a bunch <laughs> of new um, armor pieces coming out in the summer sets. And uh, some new claw and kind of like sword and dagger pieces yeah. included. And then also new colors, um, pieces in, the same pieces in new colors and stuff too, which is, uh, which is quite good. Um, you know, we're getting the, the uh, heads in different colors now. And, uh, um, and there's all that trans orange ar- or trans green armor, sorry, mm-hmm. uh, that each set features, which is pretty fantastic. Right, yeah. Each set has uh, one piece of transparent green. Dark green, not uh, neon. Yeah, and with uh, the character's name on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, and then uh, what was the Fangs featured some trans orange armor too, which is good. They're mm-hmm. definitely pumping out a lot of these new pieces in new colors. Uh, to, uh, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like big gift sets of uh, for the new building style. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there'll definitely be uh, a lot you can do with the parts in these sets. I look forward to seeing what people make. Um, All right. Uh, anything else you'd like to uh, talk about as far as Hero Factory goes? Um, well, the one thing we haven't mentioned uh, from Hero Factory was the Witch Doctor, which is the biggest set that's right. uh, on display. I was so. I was kind of disappointed that he was the biggest. You know, last year the dropship wasn't that impressive, but I would still have liked to have like a, a larger set, like a vehicle or like a big monster or something, but... Yeah. No, the Hero Factory is is a nice, or sorry, the Witch Doctor is a nice set, I think. Yeah, it's um, I you know, it's it's not perfect, but no. uh, but it's definitely it has has some good design. I think it takes uh, it definitely improves when compared to like Fire Lord, which was pretty awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but in this one, you get all those great parts, and it looks pretty cool. Yeah, it has it's a good. much more cohesive look. Definitely, it's uh, it's doesn't look kind of slapped together like the Fire Lord does. Um. It uh, definitely has some some definite flow. Yeah, I really liked his, um, you know, head or mask or whatever. Yeah, and then he has the same skull piece on right, on, on his stick. staff. So it's like he's holding his own head. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh. All right. So, yeah. so like I said, about uh, wraps things up. Is there anything else you'd like to uh, mention from Toy Fair? Only that I really, really miss you and Hani and Yannick already, and, <laughs> and I need to see you guys again soon. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to, uh, we'll have to visit and get together again. Yeah. But it was a, definitely a, a great time, and I look forward to uh, next year. And uh, you know, I think one of the best parts about it is getting to hang out with uh, you guys and some Lego people, so I look forward to doing that at some of the, uh, the Brick events this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got a lot of those coming up this year, actually. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, Bricks by the Bay is the first one up this year in March. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you're out in the San Francisco area, definitely uh, consider taking a, a look at that. Yep. But of course, the best of all comes in August, which is Brick Fair. Right. Can't uh, can't forget Brick Fair. Ah, oh, man. If you only go to one convention, that's the one to go to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
All right. So, well, thanks for uh, joining me to talk a little bit about Toy Fair. Anytime, my friend. Anytime. All right. Um, I guess I will catch you on the flip side. Sounds good. All right, so with me now are Mixmeeg and Mikaru to talk about the current BBC contest. How's it going, guys? Hello, BZP. Would you like to enter a contest? Enter BBC contest 61. Bolt Vanderhuge. Butch deadlift. Slab bulkhead. Trunk slam chest. Thick miss run fast. Dirk hardpeck. Gristle McThornbody. Bob Johnson. Oh, wait. What's the theme for this contest, guys? You have to build men. Manly men, not lavender-scented men in tights. You have to build men with preposterous amounts of testosterone. Someone who looks like a fighter jet made of biceps. So, uh, when does the entry period end? Entry's over, Tiffany. But you can man up and go vote in the polls. The polls are like an arena match between each mock. Only the manliest man will survive. It's like a manly wrestling match in a cage. A Nicholas Cage. How do you live without him? I want to know, oh, oh. <laughs> the semifinals are going on right now, and after that is the final round of Raw. Intense voting. So when does the uh, voting end? The semifinal voting will continue when the forums beat like a drum. Fireworks! The semis are currently on manly pause. Man voting will resume once the board is online again. It'll burst right through the wall like the Kool-Aid man. Oh, yeah! So vote. Vote until only one rock remains. I'm on a forum. Ah! Okay, with me now are DV and Kaipu to reminisce a little about what BZP was like back in the day. Uh, a bunch of people suggested this topic on the forum, so we decided uh, to get some old-timers to talk about it. How's it going? Feel old well, now. the old days uh, were definitely better because there were fewer uh, kids trampling all over my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> gotta shake that cane, huh? <laughs> yeah, I gotta shake the cane as I sit in the rocking chair. Their newfangled music and <laughs> video games. I know. It's, it's, pr- it's pretty much just noise. When I was noise a kid, you could move left and right on video games, and that was it. <laughs> That's right. Maybe jump. Yeah, <laughs> jumping was fun. <laughs> there were only three buttons on those controllers. And that was the way God intended it. <laughs> the rest of this is just a, uh, I don't know, just crazy, crazy business. So yeah. uh, when did you guys first find the site, and when did you join? Um, let's see. I, I joined in December 2001, I want to say. And so Bionicle had come out that July, and the thing that got me into it was uh, the little preview pictures that they had in the mini fold-out catalogs that you got in the really little sets, and the Matanui online game. And I, um, when I got stuck in the game, I, uh, I would Google for, for help, and I found um, Kanohi Power that way. And I, would read, I read that for a couple of months before I decided to join the silly uh, forum community that they were associated loosely with. Um, and that's when I uh, that's when I got on BT community. <clears throat> yeah, I think I found these places like way back in the day. I remember beginning interested in Bionicle when I walked by Walmart and I saw this giant picture of Kapaka and he had this giant sword and shield and I was like, that's cool, I'll buy that. And then we couldn't find him, so I had to settle for Golly, which was sad. <laughs> but it was okay. And I was like, hey, these are cool. What's going on? So I'd Google them and I'd be like, oh, hey, look, all these fan sites. And then there were ones that we can't talk about because they're lame. And then other ones, and I found these ones, and I was like, hey, Kanoe Power's cool. And they had all these, like, 
featured epics that I would sit there and read and be like, these are fun. And I'd be like, oh, hey, look, forums. And I'd be like, oh, hey, look, people are building fun things. I'd be like, oh, this is so neat. I should join this eventually, but I'm a kid. I don't think I'm allowed to. <laughs> and then I remember in like January of 2002, I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. And I'm not going to tell my parents I'm joining a forum. So here we go. <laughs> and I didn't know what I was doing. And I'd never been on a forum before. And I'm pretty sure I was like awful. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps I was like 14. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Which is old for some of our members nowadays. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. joined back in August of 2001 after um, well, I'd actually been running a Bonacle fan site on Yahoo or the Yahoo Clubs back then. <laughs> and all of a sudden this uh, you know, Bonacle Zone thing came along and everyone was joining that. So it's like, all right, I'm going to jump ship to, uh, to this place because it seems like it's going to have a, a lot more potential. Than, was it uh, still Red Dimension stuff. back then? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> this was, yeah, it was hosted on Dimensioneer's personal server that uh, he was, you know, he ran some web design stuff and he decided to make this site for his kids and uh, let people you know. join. Yeah, and little did he know that almost 10 years later it'd still be around. Yeah. Like a dominant Lego fan site. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I, I was a big reader of uh, Kenobi Power as well. And okay. yeah, that, that was uh, so, Michael, Mike so Edwards who, the, who ran that site. <laughs> who got the uh, that first um, little combo pack from the Lego magazine with Tahu and Bakuma? Oh, I was all over that. So yeah. we didn't get the Lego magazine when I was a kid. It was free. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. No we started getting yeah. it afterwards. We got free comics. We were all like, "Hex, yes, we're getting this." <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah. That was... and I, I got that like immediately. Like I saw it in the back and like I clipped out the form and sent it in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh my word! <laughs> yeah, I was a fan of you know the throwbots and stuff, and it's like, oh, these are like throwbots, but they look even yep. cooler. Yeah, but they had a... like a better story. Like the the throwbots and the the road riders, like they kind of had like the little blurb story, and you had to. And the rest of it, but Bionicle had this whole world. Yeah, and if it weren't for if it like, weren't for the Matt Nui online game, I don't think it would have stuck around so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Matt Nui online game, I think, really was what made it so amazing because there was just like it was like mist, you know, kind of just going along where you had no idea what was happening and you were just trying to figure it out. Right, you didn't even, you know, even know who you were. Yeah, right. That like last you, yeah, scene, where you see yourself running away, and you're like, oh, "That's what I look like. Why don't I match?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all, all that time it's like wait what and then it was like, like how do I build it <laughs> you're like, like, you're like all that time I couldn't find a mask that was the right color <laughs> yeah yeah like all the time the only thing you like knew about yourself was that little backpack thing you had yeah and at first yeah. I even thought that was a mask because it kind of looked like the uh the throwbot mm. visors I was it like, did. Huh. or the little uh the little computer that would play back the cutscenes you'd earned mm-hmm yeah that was fun. Yeah, that game. And I, going back, like, I believe I've heard that you can, like, beat the game playing it in, like, a half hour. Yes, you can. But uh, yeah. just the way it, took, it was, like, like, episodic, where it would be, like, I don't even know, once a month. You have to wait for, like, weeks for each new area to become available. Right. Well, the, yeah, you would wait. Like, it was almost, like, months, but it definitely weeks. And I'd, I'd play on weekends, and, of course, I had a dial-up internet connection. Yes, so yeah, so that, that it made it a lot longer, too. Ever. True. Yeah, I'd be like loading a scene for like an hour. 
you and know, you'd be going and then I'd be like, oh my word, I gotta do this, you know, <laughs> and then and then something would happen. Like we only had one phone line, so then um, like somebody would call, call and, and, and be like, no. <laughs> God, I had the same problem. And although oh, wasn't there like the uh, the telescope where you first wake up that kind of predicted like one of the things and you could follow the red star and it yeah. kind of give you the yeah. idea. And then we found out I don't know the red star was like a planet or something. Something and, lame. Yeah. It's, yeah, I think it's like it was some mysterious booster. like thing telling the future like it was back then. Yeah, it's like a well, rocket yeah, booster. So since, since then, the story is, has a lot of that mystery. I think I kind of eroded and. That's like part of what made Bionicle so amazing. I think back in the day that brought us all in was how, um, just how mysterious it was, and it's always really tricky. I you think know, when you keep something like that going on for a long time to maintain that level I think of it, it lost a lot of its fantasy vibe and felt more more sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, they went a yeah. lot more with technology and such. I think I think when it lost the uh, the fantasy edge, I think it kind of lost some of its steam. Definitely. Yeah, I, and that was kind I of could, like I in the the Metro Nui saga, where it was you know all industrial and city, but I mean yeah, it still had like a little it really bit. But like when it went from those first three years were the the like, I don't know. best as far as the fantasy vibe went. Like the whole thing yeah. where people were like, "Well, we had robots living on an island. We had to eventually explain where they came from." And I've always been like, "I I was really kind of okay with it." Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, Transformers lived on yeah. a, a robotic planet. Okay. Yeah. You know. It makes, makes sense, yeah, I guess. Yeah, enough. Accepted. <laughs> anyway, like, um, yeah, yeah, I guess PC we should... Power was fun. Yeah, PC Power. Oh, uh, well, you know, originally it was Bionicle Zone. And then it was Bionicle Zone yeah. Community. Right. I, I remember since, um, you know, back when I joined, it was on Red Dimension. And then uh, John wanted to, you know, buy a domain name. And he contacted Le- Lego being like, is it okay if I use the domain name BionicleZone.com? And he never heard back. So he's like, okay, I guess it is. And then, like, as soon as, <laughs> as that was registered and we started using that, like, he got, like, the cease and desist notice. So he had to change to BZ Community. Yeah, I, oh, remember, really? I remember when they changed that, too. Yeah, so that was, you know, one of the, the first of many name yeah. changes we, we went through. And then... And when? then uh, 2002, we combined with Kanohi Power to become BZ Power. Yeah. We had that, we had that nifty front page... Yeah, that like hasn't changed since. <laughs> no, it looks completely different than. No, no, it, it has changed is, a, a lot know, over the years, but uh, it has kind of stagnated. Had that little like wallpaper in the background that was like a mix of all the Toa limbs and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. fun. Yeah, if like you go to the, on... uh, the Internet Wayback Machine, you can I think find some of that stuff still. Dimensioneers the, reviews uh, the front page. Now you have someone the else. The crazy reviews. thing is, it, it seems like it took so long to go from like when I started joining. Like the community and reading Kenobi Power to the to the point when it merged, but looking back, it was almost like immediately. Yeah, like I joined in like two thousand, you know, in December, and then sometime in '02, like we had we had already merged. But like, I guess be, I must have been like just really active during that time because it felt like it just took forever. And then when the change happened, it was like this amazing thing, and like everything was going to be different now because Kenobi Power and Bionicle Zone are the same site. Oh, here we and go. Do you guys remember like Do you guys remember before <laughs> Kenohi Power? Bionicle when there Island. was Bionicle Island and XTN's Bionicle Corner? I do. Bionicle Island. I remember that one. Right. That that was so XTN's Bionicle Corner was run by uh, this guy in Germany named Christian where, you know, Bionicle was released 
early in 2001 in Europe. So he was kind of oh, like on the he was ahead of, of the game. Yeah, ahead of the game. Um, I remember he had a lot of stuff about like collecting the masks, and he was one of the first people to find the misprints and everything. So then, oh, uh, wow. Mike Edwards made Kanohi Island, or yeah, no, Mike, it was Mike's Bionicle Island, and then the two of them merged to become Kanohi Power, and then Christian just disappeared, and then like about a year later, you know. Uh, Bonacle Zone and Kenobi Power merged, and then Mike Edwards promptly disappeared. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then John disappeared. And Kelly <laughs> disappeared. And... Yeah, it's uh, gone through a bunch of uh, staff over the years, I guess. And much. Do you ever of, think you'd be in charge awesome at, the end of, at the end, Andrew? <laughs> uh, I definitely never thought I would be around for this long. Back in two thousand one, that's for sure. Back when, and then when Matt took over and. Mm-hmm. And suddenly it was you. Yeah. Yeah, Matt would took over and it's like, we're talking about Ninja, of course. And he's like, he's, oh, he's younger than me. He'll be able to run the site forever and ever. And then he had to leave. And then Matt was gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, but there have been a lot of uh, members through the years that have been, you know, very popular and such. And then that have kind of come and gone. It's really um, funny is when you watch the members who haven't gone anywhere, who have had like ups and down in popularity where they're like really well known and then they're not, but they're still there mm-hmm. and they're still active. And you're just kind of like, and everyone's like, who is this? And you're like, it's that same guy who's been posting artwork since 2002. <laughs> Anyone you want to uh, make any references to? <clears throat> like, no, nah, I'm not giving anybody any props right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about um, some members and staff that have been around that you miss <laughs> that uh, were pretty popular back in the day? I used to really love Kenoki Akaku. He was like my, because he was making that RPG and um, it was based around the Bionicle community as being like an actual place on uh, on Matanui, you know, and it was kind of the first time that we really thought of like integrating like our community into the, the story mythos. Mm-hmm. And um, because of that, like I actually learned about RPG Maker and I started making like little RPGs of my own, like for other things. Um, the time and i remember the the game was was a lot of fun yeah he that was a a really fun game i remember that as well i wonder if i still have a copy of it somewhere it was yeah it it was like the the main staff were all like like there you know and there was like this story and um the different forums were like the different sub villages yeah the the different coros and such in the different place yeah um and yeah, I just kept hoping that like it would it would get finished, you know, someday, and and that there would be this game. But then, um, then he ended up just kind of disappearing. It was so hard to talk to him too because he lived in the the UK. Yeah, there's the say. time difference. So the time difference was always, it's always weird. It's like trying to get a hold of Schizokaida. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Another, uh, you know, he's he had some amazing art and such that he did. We still display that at Brick Fair too. Yeah, I still have uh, that poster from 2006 that he did, that we'll put up, and uh, my avatar is actually something he drew, so that's another thing. I people PM me every now and then, be like, "Hey, who's that in your avatar?" I'm like, "That's me." Can't you tell? <laughs> like you do. Like you're just like it's me. You don't tell what the full size image looks like. <laughs> yeah, you know, the, it's uh, you know, it was a little inside uh, joke we had back in the day. Good times. Oh, man. Yeah, so see. who else uh, from back in the day was there? 
Well, man, Bryce has never been very active, but he was really no, important. Yeah, Cajun. He uh, yeah. started the BBC Lego contests. Mecca. Lego Mecca, who was yeah, the, the, one of the, the very first moderator before me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, ran the BBC forum and one of our first global moderators. He did uh, a lot. And uh, Cajun did a lot for donating prizes and such in the contests along the he way. Sent me, he sent me my first digital camera. I've never heard that story before. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I took all of my pictures with a like terrible webcam. Like, you know, one of those ones that like internet companies send you for free for signing up with them back when that was how you used webcams before they were built into your computers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. he, was like, he was like, your pictures are so awful. I have this really old digital camera that doesn't take, you know, huge pictures of everything, but do you want it? And I was like, yes. <laughs> Like what, it took like wow. three, what kind of memory like, card? Four hundred by like one hundred and like twenty five pixel pictures. Like that was as big as they got, but it was a uh, it was nice oh, to have. Wow. What kind of memory and did then, you use? Uh, out of curiosity. Oh, it was small. I don't even remember. I don't, <laughs> I don't even flash. know if I still have it. I just remember a digital camera that um, my high school had that used floppy disks to hold yes. pictures. <laughs> that yeah. was oh, yeah, nice. that was old school. Yeah, that was like six digital cameras ago for me. <laughs> yeah, who would have thought that you would end up being the, uh, the camera like, Yeah, viewer? like a, an almost professional photographer kind of guy. Yeah. So I shoot weddings. It's kind of professional. <laughs> get paid for it. Yeah, yeah I do. you make money from it. Yeah, not a whole lot, but I do make money from it. So it's almost professional. <laughs> I'd like to, but... Oh, man. Let's see. There was... Hyper Mecca and her dreadlocks. Yes. And and she was one of the, uh, the people the in promotions with me who disappeared. That's, that's one of the things that you always wonder about is like what happens to these people who made such a big impact and were so important at one point and then they just they go away and disappear and you wonder like I don't know, at least I wonder what they're doing in their life now, you know. I think, I think people I think people still make birthday topics for like Rama Swarm. I'm like, I'm like, I don't think that guy's logged on in years, guys. I think yeah. he logged on maybe around 2007, 2008 <laughs> or so. Like, it's like, oh man, the longest, longest running support team member. Mm-hmm. Back when we had support team. <laughs> yeah, we oh, uh, yeah. refused. Inaugural support team member right here. <laughs> he, yeah, I remember um, he wanted to leave the staff at some point and, uh, M Fuss, there's another one. Oh who, uh, man, disappeared. Just it was like, no, I'm not, I'm not leaving you from the staff. I do, <laughs> yeah, you, you're not allowed to leave. Likes most. Oh, good times. Oh, M-Fuss. yeah, it's it's always like you know, I would talk to them on instant messenger and stuff, and then just like one day they wouldn't log on anymore. Like Makuta Master. Yeah, and it's just like yeah. Do do people just get new screen names and then tell everyone except for me? Because it's like. <laughs> or yeah, do they just drop off the face it. of the internet you know yeah I'm always curious for those right. it's, yeah oh here we go I just pulled up Ramasorm's profile he was last seen on November 22nd 2009 <laughs> wow yeah wow only a year and a half ago not bad not bad at all I wonder if he looked up all his old birthday topics and was like alright good I'm gone <laughs> he actually posted a topic he posted a mock in October 2009 oh I remember because he was a uh, he was a big mover and shaker in the mocks originally. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of funny looking back on it and being like, man, I was important in 2002 in the BBC forum. It's kind of weird to me that I'm still there. Yeah, definitely. The good staying too. power. <laughs> and then I always wonder what happened to some of those other people. Like what happened to Kanoe Kakama or 
What happened to Ultra Gunner? Yeah, lay with a gesture. Yeah. Dark Flow Seven. Hey, was doing. Uh, he was doing art for a while. Like he had a DeviantArt page, and he was doing like crazy pencil drawings mm-hmm. at the time. Or I don't know uh, if he's still on there either. There was uh, Mahalis, who was. Yeah. He did a lot of. Uh, he was really smart. Awesome art and like three D modeling. I say he did a lot of our three D yeah. modeling. Yeah, no, he was, he was definitely, last I talked to him, he was doing, like, iPhone programming or something. So he was uh, definitely putting his talents to good use. It's kind of neat to see where people who got some of their skills because of BZ Power and are actually being able to use them professionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would, would you say um, that making mocks and taking photography was what got you interested in photography? Well, I was always into photography a little bit. I had a whole bunch of, like, film cameras when I was a little kid, mm-hmm. like a bunch of, like, cheaper ones. But if it weren't for Mox and wanting to like take like better quality photos, I don't think I would be where I'm at now. I think I would just been still been like a little you know really small hobbyist with a slightly advanced like a, a point and shoot with manual controls that was good enough. And now I have you know a professional level camera. So right. If it weren't for that, I don't I don't know if I would have. So uh, talking about go. Mox and such, you can talk about some of the BBC contests. And how they uh, originated, maybe. They originated because people in the BBC forum just kept making contests. <laughs> it was like, hey, build a combination of a Borok and a Toa. And people would give out like little like picture prizes. They'd be like, I made this graphic. Here's your prize. Right. Or they put them in their signatures <laughs> and such. Uh-huh. And there were like so many contests. And like you get like four entries. And the BBC staff was just like, all right, we are tired of this. We're going to do real contests. And so now we have contests and they used to be every month. Like there would be every month, every, every, like for the entire year, which I don't know how they kept that up. Yeah. That was, we didn't have as many people entering and as many things to curate, you know, there'd be like a few people just entering and they'd be like, Oh, I guess we'll have to make, I don't know. There was a time when the BBC contest got a whole lot of entries. More than the uh, the little Rahi one had like 350 entries. Yeah. And saying this, this newest one had like 70 yeah, it's definitely been uh, going yeah. down. Which is kind of which disappointing. Is sad. Yeah. yeah, you'd think with the uh, the community being that much larger that you know we could still have a lot of people. Posting. It used to be it used to be a really, really, really big deal to see who had the most contest wins. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is me. <laughs> <laughs> who else uh, was in the running with you at one point? Um, I think uh, well, Michael was in the running for a while. He's got yeah. three. Uh, we were tied for a while. I, I distinctly remember some of these people's, how many they had. <laughs> um, Shinaro's got a lot. Right. Uh, yeah. He's at four or five. I think he's at four. Yeah. He kind of came in later and uh, made a lot of mm-hmm. great things. And then, um, so how many got did Cajun ever win? Cajun almost, I think he won one. Is that all? I know he didn't uh-huh. enter a lot, so... He entered a yeah. few, like, several, but then there were a couple where, like, somebody would be disqualified who happened to be in first place, and Cajun would be running the contest, so he would disqualify himself because he had been in second place. Mm-hmm. And didn't think it would be fair to disqualify somebody and then causing him to win. And he right. did that several different times, so... Yeah, I mean, and he's then, a, such a, a great and fair guy like that. And then Contest yeah. 25, there was, there was no, like, no contest. Like, Cajun's rack was going to be, beat everybody, like, period. <laughs> Yeah, that was insane. That thing was, yeah, it was incredible. Like, that guy has probably had the greatest impact in that forum, even with the few small things he posts every once in a while. Like, that guy, he's... Yeah, he's serious, definitely serious an incredible talent. builder. That dragon he had at... at um, Brickfest 2006. Like Brickfest, 
Yeah. I might have I might have just stared at that dragon just I might just have that picture of his dragon that he sent to that co- that uh, that he took to that convention up when I build dragons. It's <laughs> yeah, just, it's it might so have impressive. inspired some of your other creations, maybe. Maybe dragons. <laughs> I like to build dragons too. I always wanted to build dragons and knights. Like all, of, it's always funny to me because like we'd have all these members on here who were very more like uh, ninja and samurai inspired, and I was always inspired by knights. And so, yeah, must be all of the. Uh, <clears throat> anime influence on our culture probably <laughs> just i was always just like i want to build knights and all of those kind of things and dragons and castles so, mm-hmm. yeah i think that's a thing that's been pretty i think that gives a little insight into what i build <laughs> so so um i don't know some other things back back in the day when either we one... had less forums <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> we had so many less forums. So, so what forums have we added over the years? The most recent one Storyline was, was uh, fan created games. Um, all of the artwork ones were all were all one artwork forum right. at one time. And wasn't there? Do we have separate fo- story forums, or did those branch out over time? Oh man, I don't even remember. I haven't paid a lot of attention to those. I think the library's been subdivided for a pretty long time. Yeah. To say, and I, I want to uh, say that those three have been. We added books and movies wasn't there originally. You know, and right. I don't know. I think promotions and collectibles used to be in the same in the same forum. Promotions was around pretty much from the beginning. It might have collectibles. I think split off from sets. I want to say. Oh, probably yeah. Oh uh, yeah. And, remember when um, they used to edit be a the, ton uh, of promotions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in when, well, because they were trying to you know get the Toys word out of Monocle and such. I'd go to Toys yeah, R Us and they'd be like, hey, you're supposed to have free masks for me. And they, they would be like, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They'd be out, you know. <laughs> they would be all like, ah. I remember trying to track down a Walgreens to get the Vahis. The Vahis, yes. Yeah. I was that like, was oh, always... I it took me a really long time to get a Vahi. I think Rich sent me one one day. I think he yeah, and I were talking on AIM one day and he was just like, I was just like, man, I really want a Vahi. He was like, I've got so many of them. I'll just send you one. <laughs> and, and I was like, that's nice of you. There, there used to be um, the games forum, or yeah, I think it was, or we used to have the card game forum. That's what it was. Yes, for, and, and like it was also for like the uh, the board game and such that was. Oh man, and completely off topic. You used to have to log out to post in. Right, because it used to be guests only. Yeah. Back that that was how Wait, we um, got around with it not adding to your post count back then. Before you we just, upgraded what? to a forum. Completely software. off topic. Oh right. Where, yeah, because we didn't want yeah. they didn't want people spamming in there, so you had to log out to post as a guest. Yeah, and it would let you put your name in, so people would be like, "My name is so and so, the so and so," and you'd be like, "That's not your actual username." <laughs> yeah, you'd make up names. And like stuff. or like when John first started allowing people to change their names, and you had to PM him for it, mm-hmm. and he would oh, add so and so as your member title. Right. And it was there for so long. I remember like six months later, I I PM'd him and I was like, hey, buddy, so when is this uh, AKA so-and-so going to be gone from below my name? And the next day they were all gone on the entire site. <laughs> but yeah, because that, like, that would like block your rank, which was another big thing back in the early oh, days. Oh, the ranks. It was because, yeah, uh, the ranks you know, was great. Dimensioneer and later Kelly and the other staff put a lot of work into making these ranks. And there was a lot that people had no idea what they were. So it's kind of yeah. like a, a race in some regards to follow people and figure out, like, to see what ranks were coming next and who would get the most posts. 
and uh, there'd be yeah. like uh, you know kind of people challenging each other almost. And yeah. <laughs> Torhu hit ten thousand, and yeah, they're Torhu or yeah. T Hybrid, whatever. I think that's what his name is now. Yeah, I think he's T Hybrid now. Yeah, um, he was he was in the race for a while with uh, Rama Swarm to begin with. Yeah, who uh, is is long gone, I guess. But they were going back and forth, and they had like fan clubs kind of going around them to you know they people did. cheering yeah, them like, on. Yeah, who's who's gonna get which one first? And uh, later on, Kanoe Kakama really made a a run. I think he's. I think he got, he, got he, he had a lot, but um, I think there was an error or he got punished or something and he ended up losing a bunch of posts. So. Yeah, I think. Well, and then we lost. Uh, God, we switched like servers and we switched forum technology software and lost member counts and post counts. And yeah. Things have gotten all sort of switched around in all those but, years, too. But um, people would. People would do some dubious things to try and get more posts, and then they'd get punished <laughs> for it. I don't even have like, I think I think a good quarter of my posts are ones I won in BBC contests. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like you have almost five thousand posts. I'm like, I don't even think I have anyone near that in real life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, just pulled the that- list, and uh, you know, Kex or Jombie now took took the lead eventually, and is now at eighteen thousand three hundred fifty. My yeah. goodness. <laughs> With T-Hybrid not far behind at 17,900. It's just funny to me because I'm like, I'm, I've been here for more than nine years. And I'm just like, still still hoping to hit 5,000 soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For, for a while, it's like, you know, you can see like your average post per day. And near the beginning, you know, I had a lot, whatever. And then there's a period where I just did, wouldn't, did not post at all. And I could just see like my post per day going down. I think I said like one post per day at one point. And yeah, I think at mine's like at like one point, like maybe six or seven. So <laughs> nice. see if blog comments counted, be a lot higher. So like uh, going back into ranks, though, they did Kelly and John did fun things with like the the chrono ranks, where people yes. people get you know would get a different um, image for every rank they got, and after a while they figured out that the image names seemed to they were very random and seemed to spell something out. Yeah, I remember. Then, that. I remember when I remember spending all. We had like out. a chat room trying to crack code. I had like I had a word document like with every single thing, like as I found it with the images, and I was trying to figure out if there was some reason for which which Krenna, um was uh, which one lit up next. Like oh, it started with the in. green one, you know. Like no, I don't think there was any any reason to it, but. It ended up uh, spelling out the lyrics to a song, I believe. Yes. <laughs> so it, was, uh, you know, it had nothing to do with Bionicle at all, really. It was just a fun little thing that they decided to throw in there. Man, it's yeah. almost disappointing to see how much work we put into this newest batch of rank images and people are just not as excited. Yeah, well, that's because yeah. you know we have a small number of people who are very high in the post spectrum that you know, only like a dozen people are even anywhere near like very into the rank images. Right. I mean, I guess the, one of the cool things was at the time, like you had those followings of like people when you'd be like, Oh, let me go check on Torhu and see like what kind of ranks he got today. And then it was like, maybe I'll be there someday kind of thing. And then like when, when there were new ranks, it was always kind of cool because like everybody, like they would change the accounts or the, like the, the number of uh, posts that you needed to get them. And so then it was like, everybody could get some of the high ranks you know, right. of course they weren't they weren't high anymore, you know. <laughs> so 
it wasn't as big of a deal, but at the same time, it was like almost like a psychologically, uh, like, I don't know, made it, made it seem really cool for a little while. And then, um, I don't know, it, it, it kept me really into like what, what the next ranks were going to be. Of course, the worst thing that could happen to be the person who was about to hit that new rank nobody ever heard of, nobody ever seen before, and then they weren't premiere, so you couldn't see the image. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That honestly, that was one of the reasons why I got my premier membership originally was so I could see the rank images. Right, so they, yeah, they were a big, big deal back then. The reason I got my yeah. premier membership is somebody bought it for me. <laughs> so other, we were talking um, about forums that haven't been there. We'll see. And, and then uh, the uh, Lego general discussion used to be two forums. Right, one for um, mocks. One for sets and one, and for, one mocks. for mocks. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I'm. Some of these, uh, I can still kind of see some of the remnants of some of these. Do you guys remember bzpower.com.au? Yes. Oh, yeah. He's Power uh, Australia. Yeah. Yes, we had a, a short-lived uh, kind of sister sub-site for Australian Bionicle News. Yeah. That uh, <laughs> I don't even remember how long it was around for. Not even a year, I don't think. I don't think so. No. But there ended up being like some drama. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there's some issues with uh, the person kind of running that. And how about um, shopmatanui.com? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was. I got the... a lot of stuff from that, actually. I, uh, Shop Matanui helped me build my uh, my collection of things. Right, yeah, the admins decided to uh, create a store for reselling uh, sets and masks and such. And uh, I think Rich was one of the main people behind it, Bonacle Rex. Because he had accumulated like so much stuff over the years, and I guess he was just like, "All right, let's." Yeah, get rid he of would this. he would find like sales and clearances on sets, and just like buy tons of them, and you know. And then all the that and all the like promotional stuff that I would be like, "Here's a box of ten thousand chronicler staffs. Have yeah. fun with them." <laughs> yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> that was a, a short-lived project. That was was uh, pretty fun though. And uh, at one point we had a, a cafe press store, which I think might still exist. It does still exist. That uh, you could buy your own VZ Power shirts on. Unfortunately, cafe <laughs> press tends to be like really overpriced, but. And they're not very yeah. good. Yeah, and kind of low quality, but. They're not anywhere near the awesome staff shirts we have, or the uh, cool shirts the members made for Brick Fair last year. Yeah, those shirts were pretty pretty awesome. I wear that green shirt like once a week. It's a nice <laughs> shirt. Yeah, this has a pretty cool design. Uh, it definitely came out well. Um, let's see, Bonacle Reference Center, that wasn't around. The RPG forum was, uh, it came around pretty early, but it wasn't one of the first forums we had. The, the Q&A forum, I remember when we added that. Yeah. Because it used to all go in, like, general discussion. Oh, man. Definitely. Yeah, back when before general discussion was awful. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I don't know, it's always been a bit of a zoo. <laughs> it's kind of like that catch-all for everything else, yeah. So, um... There's also a time back when the site was so small that it seemed like you knew pretty much every single member on the site. And that was a, a great thing about the community back then, I think. We're getting back to that. I, I so. think a lot of it is like, you know, you've kind of um, separated into different like little subgroups and such that you know like yeah. everyone within certain subgroups, but you know, there's still a whole lot of people on the site. We did. We did definitely have a lot of different subgroups. Like they were like, they were like, this group of people is really famous to other mock builders. Yeah. These people are really famous to other artists. But when they came into the other subforms, people were like, who are you? Right. <laughs> or people that come in and they would bring all the people like 
from their from like the art form with them. Those people were like, oh my god, yeah. you're the best mock builder. And the people who <laughs> built mocks all the time would be like, no. <laughs> I'm not referencing anybody in particular. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, just general, you know. Yeah, just general. Just in general. <laughs> I didn't get banned for this. Yeah, there there have definitely been uh, a lot of changes over the years. Do you guys remember the original VZ Powercast? <laughs> the one that John yes. did that I never yes. listened to? Mm-hmm. Listen to it. We had like five episodes or so. And so. it was the uh, the music from the uh, the power pack. Yes. Oh, the power pack. Uh, Remember when I finally found that? The was, interesting like, I went, things that uh, Bionicle and Lego used to do back in the day to get like the hype out. <clears throat> yeah, God, mask boxes. <laughs> I mean the power oh, pack. Oh my word! The the power pack <laughs> I was so many masks. Like mask boxes. Ah. Uh, and they had that little tab you could push in and see which ones were in the box. I did never did that, but I heard it was possible. No, that was always like a big problem because people would like pop the boxes and they would like Toys R Us and like either sub in the ones they didn't want or they would just return the whole box. And so then there'd be all these popped ones that were there, at least at some people's Toys R Us's. And so yeah, there was definitely some line that I saw. But no. like the yeah, power pack. I, I was not a box popper. But we had members like who were, and then we would get into like <laughs> you get into arguments. Like, you're like ruining everything because you're popping the boxes. <laughs> and then they stopped doing collectibles, and they stopped doing gears and functions. And they stopped being fun. Mm-hmm. Now they're still fun. There's some good pieces in the newer newer lines, but this uh, I the- remember one thing that I really liked back from you know that um that original like set they could get from the Lego magazine with Tyhoon Vakama. It was just only ten dollars and he's like, Oh, ten dollars for only two sets? It was such a great deal. Man, when the uh, Toa first came out and they were like six ninety nine. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. And now you're like changed. Oh hey. Or well the last couple of run you were like, this is twelve to thirteen ninety nine. Right. But yeah, that's that's one of the good things I think with uh, the Hero Factory line is they got back to that smaller price point. Yeah, and especially like, now with uh, this year's like sets, now. they have um, they still have all that posability, which mm-hmm. is great. I really like the series sets. Yeah, being able to like buy the sets with the allowance money and stuff kind of made it <laughs> yeah more accessible. I think you know to to kids and yeah, I definitely think that allowances didn't go up as fast as Lego set prices. Yeah. From way back then, what were other things that uh, we had going on the site that kind of uh, have changed over the years? I, there used to be a time when there was a, a lot fewer reporters and there's a lot more Bonacle news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fewer reporters, but more news. That's crazy. Yeah, we used to post uh, a lot of stuff. It's kind of weird to think we've yeah. had blogs for like four years now. Yeah, that's, that was a big yeah. change when that happened. I have like, I have like blog like four or something cause, and then I just ignored it for a year. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I think that was like 2007 or so. Yeah, it was. It's almost. It's been a while already. I'm just like, oh. Pretty, pretty crazy that uh, you know they've gone on this long. Oh, do yeah. you remember when uh, being in the member spotlight was a, a really big thing? <laughs> yes. yes. I, these people, days, there's just so many accounts. I think the majority of people that end up being in it aren't even active anymore. I don't even think they notice. Yeah. No. Or do you remember? Do you remember the raffles we used to have to try to get people to sign up? Because we had this, we had like a ton of people who would read the news, and we wanted to get them to become members. Oh so yeah, we, we had the like, giveaways and must raffles. be a member to win. Yeah. Yeah, I still have a shirt I got from that. I got I got a few different things from those. 
some uh, vacuum metal chronicale and we used to post when they did the uh, when they did the white metal chronicle and the like sterling silver ones. We used to post pictures of people who had won them. Like they would send in their picture of like proving they had one. We would post it in the front page. Yeah, there was like a whole yeah. database of that. We say we had a gallery of them because I, I found one. Yeah, I remember. I think it was in one of the contests. I ended up winning a white metal one as well. I remember Rich had like so many he would just go because you would go to the store, store and just clear it out yeah. he'd figure it out how to see the little bags from the bottom that's that's exactly how i found my so just was like send in there i would go to walmart my parents would, like be shopping they would just go like borat cal the borat cal and just look through it and be like is there a little black thing in here and i remember i finally was like oh my god oh my god there is it's like it's like this yeah. one's mine and my parents were like don't you already have that one i was like yes <laughs> but i have to have this one i i think what what rich ended up finding out was um that the the packaging the distribution wasn't completely random. So if a store had one, they probably had a bunch. So he'd just yeah. find a store that had one. And so he would find mother thing. And yeah, he'd get like four at a single store. Oh, so they weren't short packed. They were just there. Yeah, it's just like the not so randomly distributed, <laughs> which was really a shame. Oh man, I wish I had paid that much attention. Because as soon as I found one, I was like, I'm good. I'm <laughs> yeah, you could have kept looking. Yeah, but, you know, who knows? The other ones might have already been sold or whatever. I still look kind of funny, and I'm just like, um, I'm just like, I found one in Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> so I was just like, Oklahoma. Do you remember the um, the trans neon green mirrors? I never, yes. I never got any of those either. Do you remember how Mark sure uh, now, flooded but... the market with those, and so that was how they ended up becoming worthless? <laughs> well, yeah, because they like, used to have to, to complete like a scavenger hunt at Legoland, California, to get one. That was like the only way. And then they put yeah. them in like the pick a brick or whatever that they had there. And then Mark would just, just buy bought, them like, by bins. The, the bin binful. Yeah, and then and then he started just like like he was he could he could sell them for money, you know. And then he was selling them for like cheaper and cheaper. And then he was like giving them away with everything else that he sold. Yeah, I remember. It's like if you buy stuff from me, you'll get a free TNGM. Yeah, and yeah. I, I remember like I I bought some, like I bought something else, and I got like a, a glad bag that had, like, <laughs> that had the yeah, yeah. That was just like, well, what am I gonna do with these? Because now I, I just remember. I'm pretty one. sure that was one of those things where I was just talking to Rich, and I was like, I don't have any of those, and he was like, oh, I'll send you one with the Vahi. It'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that was definitely a benefit of being on the staff or being friends with Bonacle Rex. Was he got <laughs> a lot of stuff? You know, like Chronicler staffs, Vahi, Trans Neon Green Mirrors. I don't know what else there was. I I think Lego at was, one point, like, um, you know, they had the masks that they would send to Toys R Us and such for the giveaways. They just sent him, like, a bunch of those as well. Just, like, random masks from, you know, 2001 or so that he could give away. Man, I still I still never got a complete set of, of Kanoe. Yeah, neither did I. Really? Oh, I got I got mine. I had two of those. Um, the two of those things yeah, Toys R Us bags. Yes. Yeah, those bags from Toys R Us, and one of them was for like the great masks, and one of them was for the noble masks or something. And well, I had, think you should have been able to get them all in one. Find amount of masks that was fun. Before the market got saturated with different types of masks, it's like Pokemon. There was only 150, now there's a bunch. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to keep track. And there's 96 regular masks, I think, wasn't there? 72 plus oh, the 72. Infected. There you go. 96 yeah. Prana. Yeah, 96 was the Krona. And then I never got was, all the Krona. Uh, but I had 96. Then there was fewer Krona 96 call. Regular, and oops, then there was like 100-something Krona. It, it just got ridiculous. 
you remember mm-hmm. somebody built like that display case for the Corona and the uh, the Corona? Like they were, they had found like a way to hook. Uh, they the, connect uh, them the, to like Technic uh, pieces. To Technic pieces, and then they had made like a rack. Yeah. And remember the remember the shoe Corona? <laughs> Oh, like the uh, trans orange, the trans orange ones. Yeah, the trans orange Crada that was only in, like the Nike Bionicle the Nike shoe. Bionicle shoes that had the you could buy masks <laughs> for them. I think those are different ones I'm thinking of, but you could buy yeah, shoe no, there masks. Was, there was originally there was the ones that were the masks, and they were like the Tonuba, and then they had like a a rock shoe version. Right. And that yeah. one had like a clear window in the bottom, and then there was the trans <laughs> orange Crada in it. <laughs> I wonder how many collectors like went into like stride right or whatever and bought, <laughs> you know, little kids' shoes. They're like, oh, I'm gonna unpack the crata, you know. Uh, they probably they, they probably, probably do that like, same thing people do with that like uh, Lego Star Wars book with the celebration Luke and they just pop Luke out and take him home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, oh, you know, finding some random kid. They'd be like, hey, you're trying on like 20 pairs of shoes today. Try on each one, pop out the crata, send them back. Does it go? No, this isn't the right size. <laughs> I know that the people who, who uh, were at the store probably didn't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, collectors. <laughs> oh, man. We, we kind of have yeah. like similar stuff again nowadays with the collectible minifigs and the like. Something oh, I know. Yeah, that was a great way I have to seen those the, twice. The those twice. Yeah, they sell out so fast. All right, well, we, it, it was a great way to just pull the chains of all the collectors and stuff. Like, <laughs> people love people love minifigs, and I don't know that whole idea. I think was just brilliant. Mm-hmm. Like, there's that whole set of the Lego community that's just like completely goes into that, and then just have like these collections. There's people that are just, you know, like, <laughs> rushing off to the store and ordering like hundred boxes, like yeah. Uh, oh, of course, these days, it's a lot easier to get stuff because you can buy, like, cases over the internet and such. Back then, you know, if those options were available, they weren't very widespread. Yeah, so it was, what was like, it was like with the uh, the Throwbots. Apparently, you could order discs online so you could actually fill all those slots. I didn't know that as a kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, I used to order disc packs. Could you order the actual discs? Because I remember, like, there was different power levels. Yeah, you, yeah could order, to collect. you could order packs, I remember, from uh, the Shop at Home magazine. And yeah. It's the same thing with Robo Rider Wheels, and I never knew any of those things. I was always just like, these are neat. Yeah, I ordered tons of those. I would order big boxes of <laughs> packs and disc packs and Robo Rider oh, Wheels. And back when, back um, when Lego, like, McDonald's Happy Meal toys were actual Legos. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the Tohunga. They weren't Matoran, <laughs> yeah. they were Tohunga. Oh man! They before we, before we got totally knocked out by our terrorist attacks. <laughs> yeah, there there is something that happened. I mean, Lego was using Maori words and phrases. Maori being a a tribe, tribal culture in think, uh, what New Zealand? New Zealand. I think it's yeah, New Zealand. And um, you know they They're they sued Lego, guys. but then someone found this you know this Bionicle Zone site that was using these phrases as well, and we got uh, attacked and taken offline. But we kept we kept that one topic where the person had incriminated themselves open so members could read it. <laughs> yeah, because we yeah, were spending hours there. reading through that and being like, "Why hasn't this come back up yet?" There's a BBC contest going on and a need to enter. <laughs> yeah, I remember <laughs> Rich had a, a very uh, logical discussion with them and kind of uh, with Katarina, really took them to like town. He, he, yeah, he took him. He, he took her out. Yeah, man, I just I just remember it was during the uh, the merge team contest. Like basically build a Megazord contest. Mm-hmm. 
And it just took offline during the entry period. And so everyone was like, well, I guess we'll just work on making ours better for the next month or two that BB Power's <laughs> down. I think I won that contest. I should have. The, ju- the Gestalt contest? Yeah. That was awesome. That was a- I feel like, I don't know, I almost feel like Lonely Vision won that contest. <laughs> yeah, see, secretly, Pat's been hating on my mocks. Uh, my back for all <laughs> Ever scared. since those contests you won. Oh, yeah. Man. It's okay, I, I've you gotten it. like twice as many wins as you've got now, it's okay. <laughs> it's alright, I'm still better. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. It's cute, remember? Play nice, like, guys. <laughs> All right. No, well, I. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say, like, for a lot of those things, I look back at them and I'm just like, oh my goodness. <laughs> like, they really, I think that the only reason why I was able to win some contests back then was that the, the there were less people. The bar was like, yeah. were... a lot lower because. And it was still. Uh, was, building yeah. in general has evolved a lot. Say, so, and it was still yeah, such the, a new the, genre. Yeah, the barrier to entry was a lot. Pretty far. Um, yeah, like I look back on some of those things, I'm like, this is what we thought was good. <laughs> yeah, you know, like when I when I see what people are building in Bionicle at, um, like the the conventions and stuff now, it's just like I'm like, wow, you know, like I might as well just sell my collection. Because <laughs> it's just like people have gotten so good, and they have found some of the most creative ways to, to to put things together. Way to be modest, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm going to be honest. There was a topic in general discussion recently. It was like, who do you think are the, are the most influential builders? And I don't mean people who have inspired you personally, but people you think have actually changed the building community for Bionicle as a whole. And I was like, why isn't my name in here more often? <laughs> wow. I was, like, I was like, I'm like the only person still left who had started in 2001 and is still here. I was like, Modesty I is st- a virtue, my friend. <laughs> I was like, I still see people who are building mocks. And I'm like, hey, I came up with that design seven years ago. As long as you don't uh, require people to give credit for you to you. No, I don't care. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we've been rambling on for, for a while now. Uh, let's do some closing remarks and wrap this up, I think. Um, BC Power's um, been... They let that stupid guy run the blogs. <laughs> Which one? There's been quite a few stupid people. God, and his blogs. reviews are so bad. He's so negative. He hates on everything <laughs> Lego makes. In fact, I hate, I hate his negative reviews. He's stupid. Those are my closing remarks. Oh. <laughs> all right, Michael. 2001 was the best. <laughs> <laughs> it's all been downhill from there. <laughs> What's funny is those are the only two remarks people are going to comment on in the talkback thread. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's definitely been uh, a lot of changes and such over the years. And yeah, looking back, it's like, how did we get from, from where we were to where we are? It's just kind of crazy yeah. to think of all the changes and all the people that have come and gone. It's been a, it's been a wild ride, that's for sure. <laughs> and where did they all go? Bring them back. Yes, yeah, boy, if you're listening to ever, this, <laughs> start yeah, posting If you're still again. listening to this and you remember, you remember us from back in the day, you should come and uh, say hi somehow because it would be really <laughs> fun just to see, uh, to see what happened. Totally. We are friends again. We miss yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thanks for joining me. No problem. You're welcome. All right. It's been a lot of fun, and I will most likely be talking to you guys in the future at some point. Probably. Right. <laughs> we might have plans to go places together. It's so cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll pull you guys onto the podcast, too. You know. <laughs> All right. Oh. 
Thanks, guys. All right. <clears throat> Talk to you later. Well, if you made it this far, almost an hour and a half in, you're truly a devoted listener to the PowerCast, and for that I thank you. I hope you enjoyed our discussions this episode. As always, you can leave us feedback in the talkback or on iTunes. We really do appreciate the feedback and always try to make the uh, show better. That's about all we have for this month, and I'm going to leave you guys with Smeeg's latest musical piece. I hope you enjoy, and I will talk to you all next month.
Hello, BZP. Love you.